This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Study Break. My name is Melody, and today I have a very special guest with me. Her name is Libby, and she is the host of Today is the Future podcast. Hi, my name is Libby Redden. Um, Melody actually came on my podcast as well, so these should be dropping similar times, so you can go listen to that. Um, Today is the Future is my podcast. I've been doing that for about a year and a half, and then I'm also um, uh, emotional intelligence and mindset researcher slash educator. Um, and I do that on different social media platforms. And then I run my own business part-time and I'm also, I have a book in the works that is, should come out hopefully within the next year. Livy, although you're not necessarily a teen anymore. True. You are still 20, right? Yeah. So it's pretty close. And you know, you have your fair share of experiences in high school and college. And today we're going to talk all about this. Today, we're going to mainly focus on what to do when you're feeling lost in life. So you've probably seen the title and you're probably in a situation right now in the place of your life where you're feeling confused. You don't know what you're doing you you're just you have a lot going on in your mind you're feeling cluttered unorganized but also at the same time you feel impulsive to do different things but also you want to hold back a little more because you don't want to do things outside of your character so today we're going to discuss all about that and first of all of what is your experience dealing with this feeling because i know especially from the high school to college transition. Mm -hmm. um, That is a lot to deal with. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone has that feeling uh, to an extent. And um, I, I think it was on my pot when Melody came on my podcast. um, I think that was when we talked about this a little bit, but I had said that I, I feel like I, I, I wish in high school, especially my junior, senior year, I wish I would have eased up on myself a little bit um, just because uh, so many people put so much pressure on you, especially when it comes to college um, and applying for colleges and picking a college. And it was just like, it stressed me out a lot. And, uh, you know, I was the type of teenager that I cared. I mean, I still did like even in college, but cared a lot about my grades Um, really pushed myself a lot and I was playing multiple sports um, and was a part of clubs and all that good stuff Um, but I feel like you know at the end of the day I realized once I was in college and later that it really didn't matter that much like it was a bigger deal than I was making it and at the end of the day whatever decision I ended up making I, I would, there would be good things and bad things. I would, I would have amazing experiences and I would have bad experiences, um, no matter what choice I made. And I think 
as far as college goes, I know we'll talk about that a little bit at the end of the podcast. Um, but I think what college you go to um, doesn't matter as much nowadays, um, unless it's like an Ivy League school. Um, but along with college and like those decisions, I think as far as like feeling lost, I made a TikTok about this the other day. Um, that's like a big platform that I that I um, post the most on. And I made a video and I showed all of the possible career paths that I had seriously considered or pursued before I came to what I do now. And I didn't realize how many there were. I think I had like 25 um, like all the different jobs I've had, businesses I've started or or um, done a lot of work to start and then didn't really finish, didn't really fall through. Um, and so I, I don't know, my I've hopped all around and I think it's just to feel less in a rut or confused about what you want, you have to take action, like become curious. And uh, I mean, I was all over the all over the place. I wanted to be an optometrist, an eye doctor. I thought about being a helicopter pilot. I almost joined the Air Force. Um, I thought about, uh, you know, I was going to college for business, and um, I thought about, I thought about all sorts of career paths. And so I just, uh, I tried to just not worry too much about it and just focus on the next step. Yeah, and I think the main focus today is the fact that it's okay to be indecisive. Society kind of pressures you to be decisive, whether as a leader, as a person. Just generally speaking, it's okay to be indecisive. It's okay to take your time to think about what you want to pursue. And it's also okay to not know what you want to do at all. Yeah. When it comes to exploring the different career paths, what actions did you take that ultimately led you to the point where you're at today? Yeah, so I think a lot of it um, wasn't even necessarily classes because right as I entered um, college, I was going to a business school. So you're taking business classes like right from the get-go. It's different than like a college where you just kind of take generals your first year. Um, so I think my exploration of what I wanted to do was more so just uh, taking action one by just Google searching, trying to talk to different people um, and watching videos about what like that career would actually look like. Like, um, I mean, there's just so much online. If you just, if you just take some time to just have those Google search fingers and see what you can find, I think it can help you a lot. And also um, just allowing I think one thing is that you really have to allow yourself the option to to change and I think when after high school especially um your personality and like how you see the world often will change a ton just because high school is just a really unique time of life where stuff is it feels a little more consistent um, you know, you're living at home and a lot of stuff changes after that. And I think if you, you just have to give yourself empathy and the ability to like discover yourself and be curious. And 
along with what Melody said, as far as being indecisive, I don't think it's, I think you can be um, not quite sure what decision you want to make with big decisions. Um, But I think it's important to be decisive in the sense of at least taking some sort of action, like either be um, like learning, uh, maybe taking a class you've never taken before, like not even necessarily at school, but just like in general uh, watching YouTube videos, maybe taking a course online. So I think it's important to always try and be an act to be in action and be curious, but that doesn't mean that you have to be decisive immediately as far as like really big decisions go. Um, but I think, like I said earlier, something that has helped me be, um, more decisive because if, you know, if you're indecisive about everything, it's going to be hard for you to, to grow. Right. But I think something that gives me comfort as far as decision-making is just remembering um, generally decisions aren't like Robert Frost. There's like two two different trails you can take. And one is like to the pit of snakes. And the other one is to like gold at the end of the rainbow. Like generally each path has both of those things. And I think, uh, you know, unless it's ha- unless it has something to do with like Um, I mean, obviously there's the obvious decisions that can be really detrimental. Um, but I think most of the time I would say like 85% of your decisions will pan out and like, it won't, it won't impact you as much as you think it will. Yeah, definitely. Don't commit crimes. You know, that's not what we're trying to say here. (laughs) Yeah. Please do not. Like my podcast does not condone that whatsoever. (laughs) Um, But yeah, take the opportunity to explore whatever you can. Like Livy said, YouTube, Google, they're all great resources. The internet in general, you can connect with people in fields you're interested in through LinkedIn, through social media, comment on their stuff, you know, reach out. You can also watch YouTube videos, right? Once again, that's like the best resource in my opinion because I learned so many different Mm -hmm. new skills from it. Yeah. yeah. And so I think one of the main reasons why a lot of teens feel like they don't know what to do is because they have this fear of change and fear of the unknown, especially Mm. feeling like very anxious about what's to come in the future since Like you said, there's so many things to explore. There's too many opportunities, if anything. So what is your, I guess, story, if you've ever experienced this feeling on being afraid about what's to come? Mm. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm still, I still get afraid all the time. I mean, everything, I mean, I do everything from home. I mean, my source of income is like all on me. No one's holding me accountable. And that stresses me out sometimes. Like, you know, we're all afraid in some senses. And, um, you know, I think recognizing when, when, when things are changing, um, I think trying to look at it as, um, let me rephrase that. I think one thing that makes change so tough is that we attach to our current status or our labels really, really strongly. Um, So you might, you know, say you're a senior in high school and you identify as a basketball player and, um, and you really strongly identify with your friend group. I think if you're 
like, that's awesome. Like good for you for having a solid friend group and being a basketball player. But if you, if you attach that too strongly, it's going to be a lot harder for you when change occurs. So remembering that like how you currently identify yourself with the world around you is going to change eventually. Like just having that self-awareness and um, having that, that view of the future that things are going to naturally change. Um, and there's definitely been times where I, uh, I, I mean, especially like my senior year of high school, it's such a, it's such a like unsure time. Like you just don't know what the frick is happening. And, uh, there was definitely fear there. Um, and, Also, there's one thing that I would want to say for anybody that is feeling really scared of uncertainty and change. um, I have a little analogy for you. Um, If you think about, okay, if anyone, I'm not a big like horror movie watcher, but I know there's a lot of people that are. And if you think about those movies, generally the person that, that makes it to the end of the movie is someone that kept moving that kept like strategizing and coming up with a plan to stay alive. And generally the person that stays in one place and hides in the closet usually dies first. Um, So the thing with that is that if you can be that person that continues moving forward, keep strategizing. um, And if you, and that thing that's chasing you, which is basically fear. um, If you can keep moving regardless of that, uh, it's going to be a lot harder for like that paralyzing fear to catch up to you. Um, Cause it, it'll be a lot easier to catch up to you when you're hiding under the bed. Um, so if you can keep moving forward, keep strategizing, stay curious, I think opportunity will naturally present itself. Um, and you're going to find that most of the time, if you have a choice between uncertainty and the status quo, uncertainty is going to bring a lot more beauty in your life than always sticking with the status status quo. Yeah, definitely. And I, that was a great analogy, by the way, (laughs) I think it's, it's very true because, you know, when it comes to that monster that's chasing you, it's really whatever you set your mind on. So it can either be fear, it can be Um, other mental health conditions you know there's so many things and obviously we're all just trying to be happy we're trying to live our best lives we don't want that negativity in our lives and there are points where it will catch up to us and I think that's completely valid yeah exactly and those are moments where you kind of feel the lowest that you've ever felt in your life and you're like oh my gosh I'm never gonna get better and stuff But like what Livy said, if you start moving forward again, it's going to have a tough time. The monster is going to have a tough time catching up to you again. You just got to keep moving, but it's okay if you take breaks. I think that's something that I really want to emphasize on because as a high schooler who's very into the whole productive lifestyle and everything, I do know that sometimes that can be like toxic productivity and toxic positivity. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's a whole issue that we can talk about for like another episode. But yeah, just very briefly speaking, that's also something to consider. Like it's okay if you take breaks and kind of reflect on everything that's going on in your life, but don't, don't put the option of exploring other options 
as just like as garbage. Don't forget about it. Yeah. And also I want to say it's not about necessarily outrunning that fear. Um, It's more so like accepting the fact that it's always going to be there. Yes. Um, Because sometimes, you know, you can hold hands with that monster and it's like, okay, this fear and this pain is teaching me something and this is natural. Um, And uh, I think it's not about being fearless. Uh, it's about accepting fear and, and doing and taking the next step regardless. Exactly. I love that so much. Normalcy gives us a sense of safety and knowing what's going to happen also gives us a sense of safety, but the unknown and feeling unstable, uncertain, all of these feelings, it's terrifying you don't know what's going to happen. You're always feeling anxious because you you feel like the worst thing is going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. That's like the main thing, I guess. Um, right now, it'd be like the pandemic strikes again and we're all going to go into lockdown. Hopefully that doesn't happen, but it's that feeling, you know, and mm-hmm. you might think, okay, I'm never going to get accepted into any colleges. I'm not going to go to my dream school. I'm not going to get my dream job. I'm never going to have a boyfriend or girlfriend, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like any sort of thought you always go to the extreme negative um, right. spectrum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on how to overcome these intrusive thoughts? Remembering that they're just thoughts. I mean, if you are someone that is anxious a lot or you have anxiety, I'm someone that has struggled with anxiety and panic attacks and uh, something that I work on with myself a lot is when those, think of the difference between you standing underneath a waterfall and you, or you standing behind a waterfall which sounds more comfortable? I think behind the waterfall sounds more comfortable instead of being underneath it where it's just pounding and pounding down on you. You can't see in front of you. You're probably like inhaling water. Um, you're losing your, your, the grip of your feet. Um, and I think when those thoughts come, if you can step behind the waterfall and just recognize them for what they are and see them falling in front of you and being like oh there's that again oh there's me thinking the worst case scenario again or there's me doubting myself again or you get out of the shower and see um a little bit of fat like on the side of your stomach it's like oh there's and you're like ew gross so there's that thought again of me criticizing myself like seeing that thought as a separation of yourself it's not it's not if you can kind of almost even talk to that thought as a separation of yourself. And I know that sounds a little childish, but sometimes even when I'm getting really anxious, I'll stop what I'm doing and be like, Hey, anxiety. I know you're trying to help me and I appreciate that, but there is actually nothing wrong going on right now. And, um, I'm recognizing you. Thank you for being here, but I'm solid. Like I'm good. And um, if you can accept those feelings and recognize that they're there instead of trying to push them away, they will glide past a lot quicker. Um, So I think one thing, being able to accept them, 
to recognize them and um and and uh acknowledge them and three i think the more you do that uh the more it will be what you naturally refer to like it's a little bit hard at the beginning for me to just say that to be like yeah just be like hey i'm fine this is good um but it'll get easier as you go um the more you think of those thoughts as a separation from yourself first of all i i think that's absolutely genius just thinking of those anxious thoughts as something else and not a part of yourself a good way to put that is how anxiety is like a completely different person mm-hmm. you know like it's just a, a mean person a bully that's like give it a name you. even I know some people do that they give it a name honestly I think understanding your emotions that's like the easiest way to put it I guess where mm-hmm. you're just recognizing that okay I'm feeling happy right now and oh no I'm feeling worried why am I feeling worried what, like what is the cause of this finding the root of the problem um, understanding what brings you happiness, all of these things. It's, mm-hmm. it comes from reflection and self-discovery. And I realized that honestly, a lot of teens, we kind of assume that adults have it all figured out, but you know, legally speaking, you become an adult when you're 18. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I'm 17 right now, like I know I'm not, well, I'm not 17 right now in like a while, <laughs> in a few weeks, I'll be, but mm-hmm. um, in like a year, I'm going to be 18. And I feel like, no, I'm not going to learn everything in the world. You know, I'm still going to be me and just like a little bit more put together, but not completely. And mm-hmm. no one is ever going to be completely put together. Even if you look at billionaires or your role models, no one is completely satisfied no one knows everything that's going on you know yeah you learn that more and more as you get older that like adults they don't know what the frick they're doing like your parents didn't know what the frick they were doing and you learn that as you go um and I like what you said that it really is like not like (laughs) split personalities but like different emotions and being able to recognize those and I think a simple way you can do that is even instead of saying you know, I, I am anxious or I am a procrastinator changing that phrasing to, I feel anxious or I happened to procrastinate a lot. Yes. Yesterday, like you are not anxious, like saying it in a way that's, I am is going to impact you negatively, but saying I feel is, is, a better way to not take that on is like, this is a facet of my personality, but this is just an emotion that I'm experiencing. Yeah, exactly. You don't want that to be a part of your identity, right? Like you just want Mm -hmm. that. It's just a feeling, you know, whatever you're feeling, it doesn't have to relate to your identity unless you make it that way, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm assuming that we're all trying to become the happiest we can be. If not, my advice is to seek a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally speaking, yeah, like I I love your advice and I love like the examples, analogies you gave because it's an easy way to kind of understand different perspectives 
understand yourself and also be less afraid of the future, right? Because, you know, Mm -hmm. like you're always going to be there for yourself. Listen to your emotions, but also don't let those harmful voices get to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so now I'd like to move on to discuss a little bit more about college Mm -hmm. and your opinions on whether or not college is worth it. So this has been a really big debate for, (laughs) honestly, decades, Um, especially recently. It kind of became like a bigger debate since people are like, you can learn everything on the Internet. You don't even need a college education. It's hard to get a job, even if you have a college degree, all of that. So let's first start off with the biggest question. And, you know, since it's so broad, you can go you can start from anywhere mm-hmm. but do you think college is worth it the short answer to that would be it depends because it really does depend on the person like i my whole life i've been very entrepreneurial minded since i was a little kid and uh you know i'm very much a self starter i'm very confident and this is like a more entrepreneurial path I think fits great for me. Um, And it fits great for the goals that I want to get out of life. Like I would say one of the main things that drives me is making ideas manifest, no matter what way that that is. Um, And a more entrepreneurial path gives me a way to do that as a career. And I, and I would say you don't always have to make your passion your career. Like there's ways, like say you're a performer and you love performing, but you become a doctor. There's ways that you can, you can incorporate that performance aspect of your personality as a doctor. For me, for and my goals, I don't think college would have been worth it had I stayed. Um, But I think even if I had, I would have learned great things and met great people. So even in that aspect, I don't even think there was a right or wrong decision. But, you know, I think I don't think anyone else can tell you if you should go to college, but yourself. Um, Like, what are your goals? I mean, some people, they would prefer to, you know, graduate college, uh, you know, do some internships and get a secure job and stick, stick in that career. And that's awesome. Nothing is better than anything else. It just is what kind of goals you have for your life in the future. And I think, um, you know, obviously you need to go to college if you want to become a doctor, um, or a lawyer. Uh, there's clearly careers that, you need a college education for, but if that, but if it is, if, if you want to go into a career that doesn't require an education or a, um, a traditional education like those would, I think it's up to you because some people have an easier time being self-starters, um, learning stuff through YouTube, uh, or just personal research and other people prefer to be held a little bit more accountable and you can go to school for that. Um, And I think for me, I want to say as well that I, even though I stopped going to college, I have not at all excused myself from learning. Um, Like I read a few hours a day. Um, I'm generally, uh, I'm watching YouTube videos like every day or weekly. Uh, I've, I've probably 
spent more time doing studying, like real studying. I mean, sometimes like real studying, not like cramming studying, you know what I'm saying? Uh, since I left college. And I think I've retained more information than anything that I had studied in college. Like there's still so many aspects where I'm still learning and taking courses and finding people to help hold me accountable. Um, And so, you know, I think regardless of what path you take, I think as long as you keep learning and growing your knowledge and whatever you want to pursue, there's just no wrong way to do it. And honestly, I think there's there's like different perspectives to see this. And you kind of mentioned it, how one, if you do take a gap year, you have more time to go through, I guess, explore your passions a little bit more, figure out mm-hmm. what major you want to do, maybe even skip college in general. And then the second perspective is recognizing that it really depends on what college you're applying to as well. Because some mm-hmm. colleges, they have a really great undecided program where they kind of right. lead you through That's it. True. That's yeah. True. So honestly, I think the most important part is to research your college, research your own factors um, for what schools you want to apply to. So um, if you want to stay in state, out of state, the programs that you're looking into, if they have a good undecided program. Think, I think that's, that's like true. a huge factor and the kind of support you get in a college with career support, um, the alumni network, all of that. I think those are the major points of attending college. But otherwise, like if you have like a lot of motivation and if you're dedicated to pursuing something that's that you can achieve by yourself, well, not really, because you can also network with other people who can help you. Mm-hmm. So that's like another thing. There's like so many different factors to play into it. That's why it's like a huge debate because there's it depends. Just so many. Like yeah. there is no right or wrong answer. And mm-hmm. I want to I want to add too. I mean, like you know, I'm not trying to bag on business school or people that go to business school, um, but I think it. Like I said before, it literally just depends on your goals or what you want. Because I think you could you know, you could go to business school and uh, do it a little more traditionally and get, uh, do internships. And, uh, you know, I know people that have gotten uh, like sales degrees and worked their way up in like a, in a, in a sales business and done really well and made six figures. Uh, Or I know some people that have graduated with a marketing degree uh, they make about $50,000 per year, but that's what they want. They want stability and that's good for them. And that's awesome. Like do whatever, do whatever, like, you know, yourself and don't, don't do something just because someone else says you should or shouldn't do it. Um, at the end of the day, your intuition and how you feel about things, it's there. Just listen to it. Just spend a little bit of time alone uh, write or journal or meditate and listen to yourself and it'll pan out. Like nothing is, nothing is as as serious as we make it generally. Yes, definitely. Don't take life too seriously. And honestly, like go with the flow. That's kind of been my saying for a really long time because that's all you can do. Just going with the flow and 
I think Livy brought up such good points about college. Like you can seriously learn so much information <laughs> through the internet and just have a blast not even going to college, but also at the same time, you know, college, there are its perks as well. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. There's a lot of, depending on the college you go to, there's some great resources that you can get by being a college student for sure. And, you know, if you like a little bit more structure and not doing stuff. So like, you know, when you're, when you are studying, like self-studying, it's a little more willy nilly and you gotta, you have to make the structure yourself. So, you know, it depends on your personality too. Yeah, exactly. And I think that kind of sums up this portion of the episode. How is college worth it? The answer is, it depends. <laughs> it depends. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just all about your goals, what you want to strive for. And I think that's also going back to what we were talking about in the beginning. That's kind of what brings a lot of anxiety to teens, especially those um, like high schoolers, but also like people who are considering. So college students who are considering whether or not they should drop out as well as adults who haven't gotten any college degree. Like this mm. is on everyone's mind. And it's just something that I think you have to do research for. And it's it might be like really time consuming and take a lot of hard work, thus making you feel even more anxious when you procrastinate or whatever yeah. is going on. Um, but yeah, definitely take more opportunities to research Remind yourself not to put so much pressure on yourself. Yeah, it'll work out. Life's good. Life is good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. And thank you so much, Libby, for coming onto my podcast. Where can my audience connect with you? Yeah, you guys can find me on, I, po I post the most on TikTok. My handle is just at Libby Redden, L-I-V-I-R-E-D-D-E-N um or instagram same handle and then i also recently started a youtube channel which is just livy redden um and then you can also listen to my podcast if you want to which is today is the future which is on pretty much all podcast streaming platforms and um again for anyone that's listening life is so beautiful there's so many exciting things to be happy about and if we can just take moments of gratitude and be excited for the small wins it's so fun life is so cool and there's such beautiful people out there um if you make it a blast and choose to make it a blast you'll have a good time like life life is awesome for real yes i love that Thank you so much again for coming on my show. And to everyone listening, be sure to follow my Instagram at the Study Break Podcast. Also, make sure to tune into your favorite podcast app, follow me there, and stay tuned for a new episode every Tuesday. Thank you all so much for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>